0: In this show, we'll be answering a question by Yasmin, who asks,
1: I've heard a lot about parties in Iran, especially underground braves and desert parties. Do they have live DJs? Are they even legal? Shahar, Mahvash, Parivash,
0: Welcome to Ask an Iranian. In this show, we are joined by Ario of The Devil Dog. Ario is a drum and bass music producer and DJ in Iran, and joins us in discussing, among other things,
1: the infamous rave scene in Iran, which music is popular in Iran among the youth, and where the red lines are with the music events in Iran.
0: Ario, welcome to the show. It's an absolute honor to have you on with us today.
2: Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here.
0: Ario, we have a uh, a lot of questions for you today. Are you ready for this? Of course. Excellent. Help us understand a little bit about yourself. Firstly, uh, cool name, Ario. I like that. Tell us the meaning.
2: Yeah, uh, so our full name is Ario Barzin, which was the name of a general in the Ancient times, we fought against Alexander, and well, he lost, but he fought heroically.
1: So, it's not out of Game of Thrones?
2: No, but it would be cool, you know, having a kind of a name that's fictional, like Frodo. Why not?
0: (laughs) 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 Ari, your your name in itself is interesting, but the name of your... music production company and what would I describe it as? Your music group of which you are one half of. Unfortunately we do not have your uh, compadre with us here today. Um, his name is Arshia good that you've kept both the names beginning with a and somehow yes. sounding is it was that the whole plan no at the beginning? <laughs> he knows nothing about music and you just got him in just because the now the, no the actually
2: same. the the start of the music project it goes back to my first year of art school i've had a band a year before and the band was formed by just saying i'm going to be in a band i said let's make a band and he became the guitarist, even though he, he doesn't play guitar and of I course. and I became the drummer, even though you even don't. Even though I don't know how to play the drum, so we started to learn the the, the instruments. And then I met Arshia at the first year of art school, and I asked him, "Do you want to be the keyboard player?" He said, "Okay."
0: <laughs> the problem was he actually does play keyboard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't play keyboard as well. So he, the band was like a band of imaginary, <laughs> like musicians. Mm-hmm. But then I, we all started to learn music and then music became my profession nice that's very Uh, interesting actually he was vjing so he uses uh, parts of videos and makes a visual out of it just like when you go to a concert you see it in the background it's usually all pre-made but Mm -hmm. what vj does is that he he is doing it live Mm -hmm. so it it started with me being a dj and him being the vj Mm -hmm. but then he became a dj as well Mm. His brother is actually a DJ, and he also learned it, and he loved it. He is actually one of the main reasons that the music sounds how it sounds right now, because I am do the the most technical things. He gives the ideas. Okay.
0: So back in those (coughs) days, uh, was your name as it is now then? When did that start, the name?
2: The name The Devil Dog? Mm -hmm. It actually started in the first year of college because i had a metal band so first year of college i started to think to start a electronic m- solo work mm-hmm. because the band didn't go anywhere and it, it was just me producing music and i was fully into breakbeat and drum and bass so it's like my hero was and still is the prodigy so i have always listened to the prodigy everywhere i went and it was the phase that I got out of metal, so it was still those aggressive beats and basses, but it was electronic.
0: Ario, shall I make you jealous at this point? I've met Prodigy.
2: Oh no, oh no. And my Kill sis- me. My, my,
0: my sister's <laughs> husband did the uh, sound engineering for the oh album. Oh God, I have, they have no idea
2: how to react like <laughs> I've seen them no. I've seen
0: them play live several times well. yeah. I've heard the name Prodigy.
2: Yeah, thank you. You have a better life. <laughs> yeah, so I can't even focus now. So anyways, the, the name is based on the the Marines, which is like they call a section of it like the Devil Dogs. Uh, but we are not the Devil Dogs, so we're just the Devil Dog. Mm-hmm. If, if you become friends with the devil dog, you become friends with the devil and the dog. So mm. we we are at the same time sinister, <laughs> but also loyal and like friendly with our friends.
0: So we were talking about the drum and bass music scene and uh, I kind of grew up with drum and bass when I was... Uh teenager uh i would go to rave events in the south coast of england i never went to dreamscape that was uh, a big famous one but i went to hastings pier for a dj hype i believe it was uh carl cox all of these djs were sort of uh, prevalent they're big at the time but uh, Ario, i think was born around there, <laughs> around yeah. that time yeah, unfortunately when I was <laughs> <laughs> and uh back when i was uh, a sort of teenager we would collect all the rave flyers uh, all these sort of weird CGI, like really early day CGI imagery, in a, on an A6 sort of uh, front and back color uh, flyer, and we would stick them on the wall, and, and and we would dream about the day we would be old enough to be able to go to the proper raves uh, at the time. But drum and bass, yeah, is uh, is, is a genre of music that I. Uh, have loved still love uh so that's one of the reasons i wanted to get Ario on the show because i have a a passion for that music and it's great that he shares that too Uh,
1: you so you've been to rave events uh in like south of england right
0: yes but i have not been to a rave event in Tehran. Have you that been exact. to a rave event in Tehran, Mohammed? And you haven't told me about
1: it. If I have, I don't remember. That's <laughs> what I want to
0: ask. Isn't that normally how it goes? Most people that go normally don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember
1: where I'm going. So <laughs> probably uh, I've been taken there Aria, involuntarily. Do, I could, I Aria, we have do they though. exist? Yeah, yes. Uh, because actually, I, I have seen some guys that that set the equipment like large speakers and those uh, DJ things. Yes. you touch and i don't know what they are yeah, DJ uh, they set players them up. or controllers yeah yeah and they set them up not only in town they can uh, play but it, but out in the desert yes that's where i saw it so uh we've heard about raves in the eastern part of tehran yes and uh the desert so you're confirming that those legends are true yes <laughs> tell they us are about true.
2: those oh well first of all i have to throw some shades on them because uh Mostly these uh, ravers or like the DJs, they do it for the image, not for the music. They do it just to say we we are partying like no one else. Hmm. But it's not all the 100% of them. So I just say most of them. So
1: they're not true to the rave. They're not true it,
2: to the music. rave.
0: So what about the audience? What type of people if we can describe them?
2: Because the raving scene started from like seven, eight years ago, even more, the audience changed over the time. We could say most mostly more privileged. You don't see much middle class or lo- lower middle class yet. So it's always built for the higher class, high end, and everything is more luxurious than the music. But the music scene changed the raving scene changed first of all it was in the deserts not not in the city and they Mm. would usually play like um psy trance and well the of choice was well Mm. Mm. but then it evolved and they went into the city the music Mm. will change to house and then techno so most of the parties you could go now are just techno music. Mm-hmm. And funny thing is it, the the other music genres like go out of style. Like it it's just techno. If you right now if you li- like psytrance and if you want to go to a party to play there or listen there there, there is no party. Mm-hmm. You just have to go to a techno party, which mm-hmm. I find kind of boring because it's like Eight hours of just repetitive music and every week, like every weekend, there are parties all over the city. Like from Laosan to Karaj to Kordan, like they are still going. even Even right now, that's like COVID-19, they still go to raves. Which I'm choosing not to because well, I love my life <laughs> I don't want to get
1: do they do social distancing and stuff or I,
2: uh, I really don't think so <laughs>
0: okay. Aria, i'm I'm curious about the style of music does it does it have a slight Iranian, like you say techno house or uh, as you're more familiar with and you're more involved with uh drum and bass is the style like is it? Iranianized? Is there like a, an Iranian twist to no. it, or is it all international? No,
2: it's it's mo- mo- mostly like it's Berlin type of techno. It's just like everybody loves Berlin. Everybody talks about Bergheim and like how this is the coolest place on earth. And um
0: are you gonna get upset if I tell you that I've also?
2: To but no, no, actually, big dance uh, events in Berlin y- y- as well. Y- you just said Prodigy. Are you, everything you uh, you say, it's like, let, it, it doesn't count, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah, mostly it's just techno and Berlin style techno, and nothing is kind of say Persianized or Iranianized. Is that is
0: that accidental? I mean, or is it just is 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 it a preference? Is it It's just easier to not add, uh, or you know, it's not stylistic to add. No, just
2: like I said, like I was saying, I'm throwing shades on it. It's because the people doing it are not real musicians or music producers. They are all in it for just looking good, right? Mm. Well, to be honest, if you're a DJ and playing those techno places, honestly, every eyes on on you, and you are getting. Like, I don't know, you're going to parties every week, you're getting invited and uh, you're getting kind of like to be, to say, free and you get girls. Mm. You could think to yourself, let me be a DJ, like a techno DJ. And honestly, techno DJs, like, it's the easiest music genre you could DJ Mm. in.
1: Mm -hmm. So, uh... I'm going to ask about the free drugs later after yes. we record. I'm taking, I'm but, taking note
0: yeah. here, man. I'm like, okay, yeah. ways to get girls. <laughs> yeah.
1: But seriously, actually, that's a nice thing. Do you, like, um, in that line of work, in that line of profession, do you get, like, a lot of attention from uh, the ladies?
2: <laughs> oh that i think that was a not yes no me <laughs> no actually that's a no not me yeah uh, the womanizer is the other half of the group. oh okay. It, it, okay actually i'm i'm the woman repeller are you throwing shades <laughs> you're throwing shades on, no. your, on your partner here. no actually it, it's not shades it's actually like applauses you know <laughs> you know good to go because every, after every show we did like everybody like came to us like we would say i was like yes and there was a going exactly to the, my left side. It's <laughs> was like, oh, Ashio, you, you did a great job. And I was like looking at them and I said, seriously? <laughs> Not me?
1: <laughs> well, I think uh, we have the same. I mean, you and I both, brother. I, we have the same problem. Well, everybody dude, everybody I, pays attention to David. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, nobody. Nobody the chick nobody, magnet. You're the, <laughs> you're the chick <laughs> magnet.
0: A, a weird sort of link here. Maybe I would say that Ario is like the George Harrison of the Beatles. And, and looks-wise, not not too dissimilar from uh, George Harrison. I actually that
2: love wasn't. him. He, he's my favorite.
0: There you go. So your uh, co-producer, your co-DJ dude here, Ashiob. was his name? Yes. He, he's uh, he's he's what the John Lennon or the Paul uh, <laughs> <laughs> he McCartney. He's now. the John Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> nice wow we are we are e- expanding the music <laughs>
2: sort of ages <laughs> thank god but out. i'm just George hyson i'm not ringo star so yeah. it goes <laughs> no, no far from it far from it.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> through the week i when i'm working when i'm carrying on with my life i listen to classical music and jazz david what is the music you listen to these days
0: our own music to the show I don't <laughs> listen to music, I don't listen to... Yeah, uh, I, I actually don't really listen to music much, yeah. I'm sorry to say.
1: When I do, I listen to jazz
2: and classical. What do you think about those? Oh, I love them.
1: Do you listen? Do you take yes, time I to love listen it. to like jazz? I love jazz,
2: um, not much classical because more likely I'm into music that has rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear a drum section. I want to hear something groovy. I... Listen to the swing or big bands mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type of jazz drum and bass it has its roots in jazz and blues mm-hmm. So um, I, I still have those connections to mm-hmm. the jazz music as a, as a music producer listening to every genre of music It's something you should do mm-hmm. because you, you, your life w- might change just by listening to a music from mm-hmm. a genre you never listen to. Uh-huh. Listening to music always gives me a perspective, either in life or in music, to do better.
1: What is the genre you absolutely hate? Oh, is there one?
2: Actually, maybe Persian pop. <laughs> maybe. So you you're, you're m- telling you're what? telling you
1: don't like our intro music. No 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 no. Uh, <laughs>
2: you mo- don't like Jalen Hamati. Modern Persian uh, pop. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Yeah, so the type of music, the guys is like whining, like, yeah, you left me, yeah, I don't know. And the, the, the rhythm is like, and you, have, you get confusions, like, should I be happy for you, or like, should I be sad for you, I don't know. And the music becomes so hollow in Persian pop, in my opinion.
0: Uh, Aria, I'm interested to learn about the Drum and Bass Weekend, uh, which you can see you are involved with on your Instagram page and actually on your SoundCloud. All of the above will be linked on our website. You can go to www.askinaranian.com. We will be linking in all of Aria's uh, music projects, uh, social media uh, sites. You can check those things out there. but. Drum and Bass weekend uh happened when is it still happening how involved
2: are you Unfortunately not it's not happening anymore 2 years ago we started to like do live shows and it began with drum and bass weekend so we we we've started to make a live show on a weekly basis and we thought if we do this we we will get attention from the listeners and find other drum and bass djs but it didn't happen so we 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 did the concert or we, we could say live shows or legal raves and we saw that there is no other person in this country that does drum and bass and it was a blessing and a curse because we were the first ones but we were also the only ones. So doing this was just like, just doing live shows for us. It's like Devil Dog, just doing live shows.
0: But the, on Instagram, I saw that there was probably about, there was over 50 people in the room uh, of the recordings that I saw of The yes. the weekend.
2: Yeah, the place was a cafe, which had a basement, uh, which is not legal, but not illegal as well. You have no idea what's going on because we were doing a legal show but with illegal music and the illegal audience because people started to dance of course they're in a rave and these stuff were illegal Mm -hmm. well many of them had used drugs and they came in and we were not expecting this and we saw like a positive feedback so we thought that maybe drum Base bass has a room mm-hmm. so that we could do this more often. But then again, the next time we did, the cafe changed its name and owners had changed. And we did our last Grey Zone show there mm. because there was like, okay, we don't do shows, shows anymore. And they closed down, actually. The police closed them down. This was the two shows, just two shows doing legal raves or like in the middle of Tehran doing concerts. And then we had to go search for underground places to continue performing. And we had few small chances to play with a very small audience. We were thinking maybe in the upcoming months before, before Corona, We were thinking that maybe we could make another show. Actually, we found another guy who was um, making like breakbeat hip-hop style and he uses drum bass in his live shows. His name is Cut K-U-D-D. And we were thinking of a joint performance, but then the corona hit, so it was all canceled. But we we are thinking of doing live shows as soon as possible.
0: You mentioned about some of the red lines there related to music when you go to a venue the legal requirements are upon the venue to be able to host such a a music event and therefore no
2: mostly ministry of culture is
0: this something you need to do on each occasion if you have a music event or would that be followed up with for example in this case as as you mentioned it
2: it it really depends uh, on the the venue right because well, first of all, all concerts, when you go there, you have to sit. And the this venue was like, okay, you could take the chairs out and you could stand. So we were one of the first ones that started performing concerts without having chairs. So it was more and more like like raves. Mm-hmm. So um, it is in, in the law you have must have chairs but it really depends on the venue how what he gives to you or how he does think this could go for you like does he think it's safe does he have connections and of course dancing as you know dancing is illegal so people were dancing and everywhere you go they might have like people there guarding that if anyone moves uh, like uh, give him a warning and we didn't have anyone so it's just people came in we, we didn't even know half of them so it's like okay we might get in trouble <laughs> very soon uh, but we, we fortunately we didn't get any troubles.
0: Something that happens actually in the concerts I've been to the sort of bigger concerts I won't mention the name names of the singers because Aria will look at me disapprovingly uh, but they if if you dance while sitting down or in any way that if you move move your shoulders you can clap that's fine mostly people just sit clap actually most people will have their phones up and they'll just be recording the whole thing and and worrying about how that's going to look to all their friends on Instagram unfortunately which probably says something about the type of people that I'm uh, going to concerts and watching but something i wanted to say uh, is that the security there will point at you with a laser pen and wave it around in front of you to say, like, stop moving around, stop jiggling around. This is too much jiggle for this concert.
2: Unfortunately, yes, this is the case. I I remember Fashid Arabi, he performed the first metal concert illegally, like a big concert in in, um, Milad Tower. Imagine like 100, 200 people headbanging, and the security pointed lasers. Said, "Don't move." And I was like, "Dude, what? <laughs> I mean, we are in a metal concert, sitting, and not being able to even like headbang. So what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, do you, do you don't you even like listen? Does it even move you like just a little bit?" Um, so you they could have just care. told
1: him that we're just nodding in
2: yeah. approval. Uh, yeah. like, we're, we're, just we're approving, approving it really hard.
0: <laughs> so. Ario, what advice do you have for aspiring DJs or music producers here in Iran if they want to get started, if they want to learn about it, put on events maybe?
2: Yeah, honestly, first of all, love the music you want to make and don't do it just because of how it looks or how you will get girls and don't be afraid because well before us people like djs um, played or performed in a very unknown area so that w- they they won't get arrested but they kept the rave going on and we tried our best they're still trying our best to do the same thing in iran and for upcoming artists Do the same and make a way for your generation or your next generation. Because without caring for each other, then nothing would change. Well, in music or anything else. If all of us are afraid, then we can't perform. Then we can't give the next generation a feeling of a bit of freedom in music. Don't be afraid of learning, actually. Many people are just just afraid of learning something and understanding that they don't know anything i sent the mix we made in the performance to a german dj and he gave me like a two thousand words essay on my problems so I, i was amazed first of all a bit sad because well i had big problems and many problems but it changed me it changed on the way i've continued working so don't be afraid of learning new stuff like i said most of the electronic music the edm is easy to dj but if you learn you could do better and you could add something also love your culture and try to add that culture also in your music which doesn't happen often or at all so these are my advices for any any djs even the djs working right now
0: great advice there from ario ario i'm interested now to learn about the future of Devil Dog. So what are your ambitions? Where Where do you see things going?
2: Well, what we are hoping or we're working for is to get internationally acclaimed so that we could go and perform concerts, live shows all around the world. I'll also be res- kind of like respected as a duo like making music because mostly when they want to promote us they don't say they they make good music they say ah they're from iran they they suffered so much in the state of like no freedom they're doing this and not appreciating the actual work so we want to get recognized by, by our work and also what i expect from devil dog is to get better Being able to perform um, side by side with our favorite artists, this would be a dream. Mm -hmm.
1: You mentioned uh, that you're releasing an album next week.
2: Not not an album, uh, just a single.
1: Oh, so you're releasing a single quite soon.
2: Yes, Uh, next Friday, August 14th.
1: So we're recording the show on August 6th. Yes, So
2: so it's going to be released on August 14th, Friday. And you could listen to it on SoundCloud or Spotify.
0: Can we play it right now? Yeah, sure. Excellent. So here's a little snippet for you. you for allowing us to play that short snippet there Aria that's very kind of you
2: Hey, thank you thank you and uh, yeah I, I hope you enjoyed it and also listen to it fully on SoundCloud and of course give us a thumbs up and follow if you're Mm. interested and where where can they go to follow you we are on instagram or and twitter well instagram it's at uh, the devil dog music and on twitter is the devil dog ir and it's it's the the, the, actually the song is is the start of an upcoming ep more singles like it will come out in the near future excellent yeah Yeah.
0: so follow him there and uh yeah listen to the great dmb i think we gotta wrap it up so thank you for being on the show, Ario. It's it's been great. I hope it's been equally as insightful
2: for our audience. Again, thank you for having me. It's been an honor and also a pleasure. It was it was funny. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. It All was great to have you. Thank
0: you. Excellent. All the best with your future music. Thank you.
1: Khodafez.